This is 77 WABC Sports. Here's Mike Didino. All right, welcome back to another episode of the 77 WABC Sports Podcast. I've got a special guest today. I am uh, excited for this one. Now, I, I must say, I don't know your full name, so I know you as Mikey Overs on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, but I think it's time that I get your real name. But Mikey Overs, how you doing? Good, man. Good. That's you know that's what the streets call me. That's what we go by. So we'll, st- we'll stick with Mikey Overs. I'm good, though. Thanks for having me on, man. How are Anytime, you? man. I'm good. Nice of you to uh, come on with me. So I've seen your content pretty much all over the place. You've gotten pretty big over, what was it, like the last year or so? Yeah, it's been, a, it's been about a year and a half, yeah. So tell me... Um, and I was, look, I was looking into you a little bit. You went to Providence College, but so you go to Providence College, and how did how are you X amount of years later where you're at now? Yeah, absolutely. I went to Providence College. Was to many people's surprise a finance major. Oh, wow. Um, happened to graduate in the COVID year, so you know if anyone remembers that the financial system was pretty much crashing. So getting a job is was not what you'd call easy. And um, you know, kind of picked up sports betting as a hobby with with, with my buddies. You know, we'd hang out during COVID. Don't, don't tell our moms. We'd hang out during COVID in the, in a basement and, you know, we'd bet on Russian table tennis cause that was the only thing that was on. And, you know, that kind of started it. And, um, I decided I didn't really want to do the, the finance track much. And I thought getting into social media would be great. And, you know, I saw there was an, an opportunity in sports betting, especially with, with the lack of creators. And I thought, you know, why not? Let's take a shot at it. And now here you are. So then you get connected with, uh, Trent, who's obviously book it with Trent, who's like super popular now. I remember when he started getting big, he was pretty much just like the fade guy at at one point, and that's how he got big. So how did you two get connected? Yeah, we got connected through um, the Total Frat Move guys over at TFM. They wanted to do a, a podcast with myself, and and they asked me who would be you know my my ideal uh, co-host, and I said you know I think Booker Trent would be a great fit. Um, we'd had a little bit of history together. We we did an internship back when we were in college together in, in California. So we had known of each other and it just kind of happened to be the, the perfect pairing. So what are your like day-to-day operations now on a day like maybe today or tomorrow? Yeah, so we filmed the, the podcast three days a week. It's about 30, 45 minutes. Um, we did an interview last week that's getting dropped um, this Friday with uh, Mike Bothell and Furman. So make sure you guys go check that out. But um, we film three times a week for the podcast and then it's, you know, it's promotions. It's looking at the slate, it's posting videos. It's, you know, just trying to be entertainers all day. Honestly, in terms of a daily schedule, it's just trying to find spots to, you know, bring a, bring a smile to someone's face or, or give someone a free lock and, and help make a little bit of money. And, uh, you know, just just trying to be uh, the biggest entertainers in in the sports betting space. So I listened to your Lisa Ann podcast this morning. How how I mean, I was pretty impressed with her. Honestly, she's uh, pretty well spoken. Seems like she's a hard worker. What do you think of her? Super impressive, man. Uh, yeah. Super. That is the perfect word I'd use for super impressive. Um, I feel like people probably have their, you know, their opinions made up before they meet someone like that, just based on the career they have. But honestly, one of the the nicest, brightest, you know, most helpful and. I'm one of the most knowledgeable sports fans I, I've ever met. So, yeah, I would say super impressive. It was a really fun time. We, we, I asked her before we started recording, I was like, is it okay if we ask you anything? And she was like, there's not a question you could throw at me that I wouldn't have the answer mm-hmm. for. So that kind of set the tone for the interview. And she was a great time, man. Um, can't, can't speak more highly of her, even if I tried. Yeah, she's actually supposed to come into the, our studio here in New York and uh, do an interview with me. So I'm excited with that. So it's my social Oh, there you go. Tell her I said, how you doing? I definitely <laughs> will. I definitely will. Right, so before we came on the air, we were chatting up a little bit. I was asking you what your favorite sport was. So, you know, gone to head. What's, what's your preferred sport here? Yeah, I think it's always been college basketball. You know, I grew up in a huge college basketball family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, my dad attended Seton Hall University, and so we had season tickets to Seton Hall since I was, you know, six years old. And that was the old Big East when Syracuse, West Virginia, Notre Dame, Louisville, all those guys were in the Big East. So I kind of grew up around that environment going to every Seton Hall game. Even though we lost most games, you know, I kind of fell in love with the with the sport of college basketball and, you know, the constant coach carousel and, you know, the one-hit wonders in college that don't end up doing much in the NBA, but they're just electric to watch in college. So, I mean, gun to the head, it's always going to be college basketball because that's just kind of what I grew up on. All right, so then this your season, two games, Sunday, Saturday, sorry, final four. You got a uh, any any winners? Yeah, so I've I'm really like going through these games in my head, like really racking my brain, and I feel like the first one I'm definitely going to go with Miami. Um, if you follow me, they've kind of been my wagon two years in a row now. I pretty much try to ride them every game or in spots where I really liked them, and I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I faded them against my least favorite college of all time in UConn. So I feel like it's got it's got to be the Hurricanes. Um, and then in the other game, FEU, SDSU, I still haven't gotten that bite yet where I feel like I where I know what team I want to take yet. So I think that that might be like a day before decision, but you know, I feel, how do you not root for the nine seed, you know? No, and I'm totally lost in both of these games. Uh, UConn's been utterly dominant so far, and Miami, and you know, the other, Miami should have, honestly, they should have probably lost to Drake in the first round. Five and a half, would you expect it to be more? Is that a trap line? Any thoughts on that line? I don't really, I didn't really expect it to be much more. I think five and a half is kind of exactly where I thought it'd be. I mean, this is a Miami team that, you know, two games in a row, plus seven and a half, plus five and a half, went one outright. Um, and if you, if you watch Miami all year, like I have, that's their brand of basketball. They go down big and they chip, chip away, and they don't really go on massive, massive runs. But what they do is they always go down, and then they just kind of work their way back by playing really good defense, and it's, it's always been like that. When they were down against Texas at halftime, I was telling over and I was, I was around, I was like, this is how Miami plays basketball, man. Like, the second half is going to be, they're going to make it long, they're going to get to the free throw line, and they're just going to make UConn, or they're going to make Texas shoot from the shoot from the three. That's all they're going to do, and that's exactly what happened. Texas got cold from the three, and Miami just chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. So that's that's their brand of basketball. So I wouldn't be surprised if UConn jumps out to a 10, 15 point lead, and with two minutes left, we're looking at Miami up one or a tie game. So I think that five and a half is a great spot for them, especially considering they won outright twice with spreads the same and, and one even bigger. So. Looks like I'm going to have to ride with you on Miami. Funny enough, I'll be with two of my friends um, this weekend, and they both went to UConn, so I don't mind. Oh, yeah, them. I mean, yeah, punk them, dude. Punk them. Yeah, you you got to be on Miami. I will, I will. Because I'm a type, I like to fade the public. You said UConn's your least favorite school. Why is that? Yeah, you know, growing up as a Big East fan, uh, when, they, when they had that Big East exodus, all the big schools left for football, UConn was the one school that everyone kind of looked at. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. your football team sucks. Like, you, you're a basketball school and you're going to leave the Big East. And, you know, I think that kind of left a, a sour taste in everyone's mouth when they went to the American, ended up not doing anything because no one wanted anything to do with their football program. And then kind of came crawling back to the Big East, and, you know, we eventually let them back in. But it always just kind of left that bad taste. It's like that that girlfriend that breaks up with you and then, like, tries to get back with you, you know, five years later when, when you're doing better for yourself. So it's kind of like one of those situations where it's like no one really wants you back, and now that you're back, no one really loves your attitude anyway. So that's 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 a totally biased version of me though you know they they kind of saw everyone leaving the big east and they were like oh the big east is gonna crumble so we'll leave and the big east really built its way back up and then uconn was like well we're in a nowhere conference do you mind if we come back and you know that that's that's why i don't like uconn but that's just kind of the big east fan in myself i never understood why uconn could never put together a good football program they're one of the top programs in college basketball landscape but they for some reason could never build a football program never was able to understand a bunch of bums man they got bots (laughs) 
you go by Mikey Overs. I'm assuming that's because you were uh, you take the over. You're an over guy. Is that why? Never taken an under. Now, can I tell you something? And I hate to even say this, but I'm one of the biggest under guys you'll ever meet in your life. I mean, hey, that's fine. I've, I've met plenty. Okay, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fade the public guy, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're big into betting. I'm a big reverse money line, fade the public guy. So if I see, you know, a line's opened at 130, let's just say college basketball game opens at 130, then it moves down to like 127, whatever the case may be, I, I'm going to ride the under. So I'm an under guy, but that's because, you know, I just, I don't like fun. So um, I could see why you go with the over. Moving yeah, along. I was going to say, I'd love to know what your weekends are like as an under guy, you know? No. If you don't just, like fun. It's, it's, it's miserable, man. It's just unders, <laughs> unders and underdogs. So nothing, nothing to write home on bad. So after college basketball, what are your sports? Yeah, I mean, after college basketball, I love college football. This year, I really kind of fell in love with the, with the game of football again. Um, there was a couple years where I was just like not really interested in it, but this year's college football season was awesome. So it'd have to go college football. And then, you know, after that, I grew up a big soccer fan, not my favorite sport to bet on, but probably soccer. And then, you know, I have to say, I have like a guilty little pleasure of betting on uh, Russian table tennis or Ukrainian table tennis, whatever it is at the time. I know there's a bunch of leagues all around the, the European area. Um, but I just love watching table tennis and betting on it. It's like the most electric thing of all time. That is how you know you're a crackhead. I've done my fair share of betting in uh, tennis as well. in tennis. I enjoy betting because if you, I'm sure your live odds better. If with like the sets and the matches, I don't even know the difference between them. But the, the odds are just changing like crazy. So that is fun. I want to quickly go to college. Fo- so college basketball, and college football. Your sports. Are you a college guy over pros guy? Huge college guy over pro guy. Really? And I mean, you got to at least attempt. You're not going to, but at least try to sell me on how can that possibly be a thing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, I think that, you know, the drive is there more. I, I prefer that fight to get to the next level where, you know, there's three minutes left. You're down 10. These guys are still battling for everything. The fourth quarter, they're still battling for everything. When you get to the NBA, a great example, the Warriors-Pelicans game last night, the Warriors go on a little run in the fourth quarter with four minutes left, and the Pelicans sit all their starters. So that's kind of the difference. I, I just don't enjoy the attitude of the NBA where the regular season doesn't matter, and then we get to the playoffs and start playing basketball. I love sitting down on my couch on the weekends and watching college football knowing that every game matters to these kids you know like rivalries really matter in college basketball there's no rivalries in pro sports anymore that that these players are willing to die over in college football these kids are willing to die on the field to beat texas tech if they're if they're texas tech's rival or texas you know will the players on texas get up to play oklahoma and that game matters even if the teams are both Oh, and 12, you know, you don't have rivalries like that in pro sports anymore. And, and that's why I think I love the, the college sports so much because the games really matter. And then, you know, I think the college football playoff in March Madness is better than most of the postseasons in, in any uh, professional sport. But I, that's really why it's really just that hunger. I can, I can give you the college basketball over the end because the NBA regular season is legitimately awful. It's just awful. I bet two games yesterday. I took the, um, the Chicago Bulls, no, sorry, I took the Atlanta Hawks to beat the Cavs by two and a half. Hawks are winning all game by like 10 to 14. Entering the fourth quarter, they end up winning by two. Don't cover. Trey yeah, Young misses classic. a free throw at one second. And on the other hand, I bet the Magic plus six against Memphis. They're down 20 all game, all game, 20, 25 all game. And they end up losing by like four points. 
So it's just like NBA, you don't need to watch until legitimately the last four or five minutes. The fourth quarter. Yeah, the fourth quarter is the only thing that matters in the NBA. That's that's why I hate it so much. It's no. like not even fun. And the regular season legitimately is, I mean, these guys aren't even playing. They're like, I mean, Joel Embiid is going to win MVP or whoever wins MVP this year is going to miss like 15, 20 games. Like you should, how is that How is that a thing? It's absurd. The whole load management thing is, is crazy. And I think too, there's been this huge like narrative for some reason on social media about college basketball not being a great product. I think the worst product in all of sports is the NBA in terms of like a consumer that watches. It's the worst product out there out of any sport. It's like boggles my mind every year that it still has such a following, to be honest with you. The problem with the NBA is now that guys are so good that like you go under a pick instead of going over a pick. You give that guy a half a second to take that three. He's going to hit it. And I mean, I don't know if you like the over unders this year in the NBA. They like pretty much all at like 220 to 240 range. And in prior years, you know, it was like 180 to 200. So I think the the play, just the talent is so good now. And I, I will agree with you, college basketball, the um, the product is getting better. I've been watching a lot of March Madness, and I've been fine with the product. And I kind of like at the end of the games, you know, the guys could actually miss free throws and could actually open the door for a comeback, unlike the NBA. You know, you're up by two or three points. It's a wrap. These guys don't miss their free throws. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. As for the NFL, I don't agree with you at all. The product is much better. The coaching is much better. The talent is much better. The NFL uh, as a sport is just miles better than college. You will never be able to sell me on that, but hey, man, that's why it's, it's fun. <laughs> no worries. How do you feel about baseball? You know, I'll say this about baseball. Um, I think it's probably my favorite sport to watch live because there's no other place where you can go sit outside for six hours and get blackout drunk mm-hmm. and watch guys swing at baseballs and really just have a conversation with your buddies while there happen to be a sport going on. Um, but it's, it's my least favorite sport to watch outside of being at the stadium. I think it's slow. I think it's boring. Um, I mean, the fact that, you know, you can dip and play the sport at the same time should say something about, <laughs> about the sport in general, uh, but thing. I do love betting on it. Uh, you know, I won't watch the game, but I'll check the scores and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, I think I think betting wise, it's the best because you have such short lines on the money line. Mm-hmm. So I think for parlays, it's the most fun because, you know, the most you'll get on a juiced money line is really probably minus 300. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the NBA, you can get a minus a thousand. The NFL, you got minus 750. So I think for, you know, the summer, it's it's fun um, for that. And, uh, you know, I've also started getting into the PLL, the Premier, the Premier Lacrosse League over the summers. Okay. That's been great, too, because, you know, there's not much to watch during the summers. And, and I was a big lacrosse kid growing up. So. I love watching that, too. My roommate, his uh, cousin, is a goalie for one of the teams. I cannot remember what the team is. i got to find that out. But, uh, so no we were, way. That's awesome. Yeah, we were watching that a few weeks ago, and it was, it was pretty inter- more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. But quick, Yeah, it, everyone gets surprised by it, I will say. Quickly on baseball. I know you. See, I, I can see if you don't like baseball, it, it's a commitment. The games are long. They're slow. It's America's pastime, right? you got to kind of have to, like, grew up playing it or watching it to really have a respect for it. Did you watch the World Baseball Classic at all? I watched two games of the World Baseball Classic, and I thought they were fun. I thought it was exciting. I watched the finals between the U.S. and and Japan. I thought that was I thought that was really really fun. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was okay. You know, it wasn't something that you know I'd set my calendar for next mm-hmm. time that it's coming on. But you know, to watch a couple of games, throw a couple of units around on on some of the spreads was fun. All right, on, on a normal Saturday, or let's say normal on on Saturday, March Madness Final Four, how many units do you have on a uh, game? Or how many units do you have on a day? On a normal March Madness day, it depends how many bottomless mimosas we get through in the morning. Gotcha. So on a Saturday, that that depends on how many units get thrown around. Okay, love that. <laughs> and um, biggest bet you ever won? 
Biggest bet I ever won. That's a great question. Um, you know, I use this app called Prize Picks, and I've thrown yes. a couple nukes on there. Probably, I probably won a couple grand off like a five hundred dollar Prize Picks entry once or twice. That's the dream. Now, Prize Picks, yeah, they so don't that, have. I'm, I'm over here in New York. Prize Picks, they don't have them in New York. Oh, I got to get them on the horn for you guys. Get them on the horn for New York. Then you got to come yeah. over here, come to the studio, I'll show you around. We'll do something else. We'll do some content together, whatever the case may be. Where are you from? Yeah, I'm going to be in New York on the on the sixth. Really? This month. Uh, from April the 6th, 6th. 10th. Yeah, I'll be in New York. All right, I'm going to shoot you a DM. Maybe you could come in again. We'll maybe do some content. I'll show you the station. Um, yeah, let's absolutely do it. I'm a Jersey kid, so I love coming back home. Okay, oh, perfect. So where are you living now? I live in Dallas. I uh, moved out here for the podcast. Trent was already based out here, and they asked me if I wanted to move to, to Dallas. And I've always, wanted to, I've always wanted to live down south for a little bit. And, you know, I, I fell in love with the city, so I'm in Dallas right now. You enjoying the life in Dallas so far? We're like, what's the best food? Bar- barbecue chicken? Yeah, man. I mean, it's awesome. You can't get queso better uh, than Dallas. Uh, the weather's unreal. The bars are crazy fun. And, you know, I can't can't complain about the women either. I have I to was say. Jealous. You answered my next question. I say, like, how are the ladies down there? <laughs> They're about as blonde as you could get them. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's like the, I don't, you're from New Jersey. I'm from New, I'm from Long Island, which is on New York. Blonde hair, blue eyes. That's the mantra over here. Yeah, and you know it's 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 a little different too. Having grown up in New Jersey, down here, when when you talk to a girl, they're very nice. It's very you know you can have like a mm-hmm. great conversation. In New Jersey, Newark, you say one wrong thing, you might get your mouth flapped off. It is, so it, it is a cutthroat nice industry kind of out here in New York, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's been nice to kind of you know live that slow life a little bit, where you can have a conversation, and you know if you say something that's a little bit out there by accident, you don't get your mouth taken off. Nice. That's the way it should be, man. You know, you should be, should be allowed as guys allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. That's a, that's what I'm saying, man. Let's have a mistake. Let's, let's, let's make mistakes the normal. Yes. And then one more question. What's next for uh, Mikey overs? What's the future until just becoming the biggest uh, entertainer in sports betting and sports. Hopefully that's what I uh, set out to do. And that's, that's kind of the plan. And, and hopefully making some people some money along the way. But that's that's really the next goal that I have in mind. And, you know, I think that's going to be a couple-year project, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, patience is a virtue in this industry. But I must say, when I heard your interview with Lisa, you said you, had, you said one thing that really uh, stuck with me. You said that you and Trent pretty much have the mentality of nobody's going to work out, nobody's going to outwork us. That's a winning mentality. I'm, I don't know how old you are. I'm 27, but that's the mentality I go for. That's a winning mentality. You keep that mentality. Talk is cheap at the end of the day, but if you actually pursue that mentality, then no one's going to stop you. Yeah, man. I have a, I have a little poster in my apartment. I wake up every morning and uh, it says the work always works. It does. The work always works. So that's, that's been the mantra. That's been the, the motto. And, you know, that's, that's what we wake up and do every day. So, you know, it also helps when you enjoy your work. And uh, I, I happen to love what I'm doing right now. And I, I, I wake up every morning juiced, man. So. That's it, man. You went from finance because a lot of there's a lot of finance bros out out there like you doing a nine to fives in New York City that are miserable that would probably wish to change shoes with you. So you know, at the end of the day, nothing's stopping you. Yeah, not half of them are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, same here, same here. Yeah, man. But uh, Mikey Overs, man, I appreciate you coming on on short notice doing this podcast with me. Definitely, would like to keep in touch with you. Definitely, would like to do some work with you in the future, and I'll definitely be following you. And I wish you the best of luck with everything, brother. Absolutely, brother. You too, man. I really appreciate it. Anytime, man. Be good. All right, boss. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.